This is Heavy Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys. And woo-hoo! What a game it was. One of the greatest games in the Redskins-Cowboys rivalry history. And we were there to tell you about it. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Y'all get off around here. Thing to say. Dudes, for those of you just joining us and did not see that game the other day, you missed quite possibly one of the greatest games, endings, in the Redskins Cowboys storied rivalry. Oh, that's a top 10, maybe even a top 5. <laughs> it might even be a top like 10. And, and if you didn't catch it the first time around, it is going to show tomorrow night on the NFL Network uh, so you can watch it again uh, on your television. Watch it again for the first time. Yes. Speaking of, you know what? You guys know what uh, Troy Vincent said when he blocked that kick? Yeah. Is that what he said? No, I have no idea. That's what I would have been thinking. Dude, you totally missed y'all it. Y'all get off around here. I played a little clip going, y'all get off around here, right when you were saying something. Uh-oh. Y'all get off around here. We're not, techni- technologically, we're not technologically advanced enough to get all those like perfectly timed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we don't really like to go back and edit because we're lazy. Um, so, yeah, dude. What a great game. I mean, not a great game, but what a great ending. What you, a great but you game know, to be at. But you know, yeah, but I mean, it's right. you say not a great game, but I mean, really, as far as like a football game goes, I mean, everybody was like, you know, we were all pretty much on the edge of our seats um, for most of the game. Mm-hmm. I got to say, it was a, I think it was I a great game. Yes, <laughs> 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 yeah, Sam, hell with the Redskins. Yes, my little three-year-old. That's right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was pretty exciting all the way through because, I mean, it was just a whole lot of back and forth. And, you know, it wasn't like – I mean, yeah, it's great to go, especially to a, to a Dallas game and think we're going to take this big old lead and just hammer them. But, uh, you know, at the same time, it was kind of exciting to, to have it go back and forth and then end up with that killer ending like that. You know, it was nice. It was nice to have a game – 
close late in the fourth quarter that Dallas didn't like score at the last minute to win because that seems to be that how many that seems to happen like three or four times in the last six or seven years where it's like we got the game we got the game and suddenly we poop the bed yeah like the day after Christmas I mean, actually or working yeah like the day two after years Christmas ago one, uh, the opening game I think it was ninety nine nineteen ninety nine I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah Brad Johnson was quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one sucked too. Because I think the Redskins had a 14 point lead going into the fourth quarter and blew that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, yeah, speaking, of, speaking of games uh, back in the day, um, I'm on the, I'm on the chat right now on the Harry Hog chat, and uh, there's there were two people in the chat room, uh, but now we're down to one. There was no hands to, and they've left the room. <laughs> And uh, now we've got blood type B&G, burgundy and gold. Excellent. Uh, in the chat room, and uh, I'll tell you what uh, what blood type is saying right here. Um, it says, it says, hey, still got chills from that incredible block kick. Um, Dow ass, cowgirls suck. And uh, Taylor made a good choice to keep running and draw the foul. I'm, I'm guessing at the end, to draw the face mask is what he's saying, I guess. Yeah. He yeah. or she. Uh, uh, I'm in Florida and didn't get to see most of the game just the last minute. Uh, can't wait for the podcast. Um, he says, I used to see the games at RFK when Theismann was a quarterback. Those were the days. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can fill you in on the game. John said it wasn't a great game, but as far as our games have gone this season, I think it was. And I've got a few points to make. First of all, our defense played, they tackled. They didn't miss like 8 million tackles like they've been doing. They had intensity. Yeah, they played a lot better as far as that. They still gave up a few long passes, but, but they were tackling and hitting and, uh, mm-hmm. they, they resembled the defense of last season. And, um, I don't know what the stats were for our defense, but, um, they stepped up. And uh, I also yeah, had to I point think out. Is a good word. I'd say like eighty-five percent there, kind of thing. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, we had two sacks on yep. the game. Yeah, um, one you know, for a safety. Um, once again, no turnovers. Yeah, what's with that? Where, where are we on the turnovers thing? We were talking about that before, John. The uh... um, the turnovers. I, <laughs> the Redskins have had. Guess how many takeaways the Redskins have had this year. What, two? How many takeaways the Redskins have had? One? Zero? Five. Five takeaways. They are ranked 32nd in the NFL, which is last, Mm -hmm. in takeaways. And guess how many quarterbacks? This should be like the trivia question, although it's probably pretty easy at this point for anyone looking it up. But they have gone 17 quarters without recovering a fumble or intercepting a pass. That's four games in one 17. quarter. Seventeen. That's over four games without a turnover. Seventeen. What the f? Well, that's and part of our problem, that? right there, dudes. That's it's part crazy. of our problem. <laughs> I mean, you got to catch some breaks. The defense is thirtieth now in the league, or in the in, in the yeah the National Football League. It's crazy. Um, oh man! Even after last game, they're thirtieth. Yeah, they dropped the thirtieth after last game because they gave up like four hundred yards. Really? Yeah, they gave up almost 400 yards. It didn't seem that bad to me. You know, yeah, you know, it didn't because they kept the game close, but... 
Uh, Dallas didn't end up scoring on four possessions after, you know, after we started with that safety. Um, and I want to talk about two things. One, the safety. Um, apparently, from what people have been saying, and I haven't seen much highlight of it, but they're saying it was kind of questionable and they should have challenged it. Dallas should have. Really? So, poopo on them, but whatever. That's what some Cowboys fans are saying. Leading up to that safety. Leading up to that safety, how many plays did the Redskins have on offense trying to score within the five-yard line? Wasn't it seven? Something like that. I only got one. Counted in? Dude, I only have one question. Have you ever heard of, like, a play action? Or, or as Josh was, was very fond of yelling, or is very fond of yelling, and I agree with him on this, what the hell is the heavy jumbo? <laughs> T.J. Duckett was active. <laughs> then there's Who's that. in there? There's that, kind too. Of behind Mike Sellers. What is up with that? I don't know, dude. They did give it to Mike dude, Sellers once. It, John was like, don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. We're in the stands. And he's like, all right, say it. And I'm like, heavy jumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I know we say this all the time, and we always get these like emails back after we say this. And people are like, dude, TJ Duckett was not active. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he was active this game, though. He didn't. He just didn't play. He just didn't play. Yeah, they should have. They should have had him. In we should have had the heavy jumbo, man. Yeah, there's really no excuse uh, for us to score down there at the beginning of the game. But back to the Dallas thing about people complaining, saying the ball he wasn't <laughs> out. I'm pretty sure that the ball. It's like the opposite of a touchdown. The complete ball has to be out of the end zone. <laughs> I'm what? pretty sure you're right. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. But you know, I don't know. All I know is uh, they didn't challenge it, so. And you know, and that obviously, I mean, if you take the whole game from that point on as far as, uh, through the scores throughout the game, and that was a big, that was a big thing. I mean, there were a lot of key moments that could have turned that game one way or the other because it was so close. And starting off, I mean, I think we were talking about it when it happened. It was like weird because we had, um, basically the Redskins scored every possible point combination that they could possibly score during that game. There was, a safety. There was, you know, well, basically, yeah, one point, two points, three points, six points. I mean, they, you know, it, it was all there, <laughs> just about, except for we didn't have a, uh, we didn't have a conversion. That was about it. Right, but I mean, but as far as as far as the actual number of points, two points goes, I mean, we we had any points combination score that we could score. Pretty rare. And, and it's pretty rare to look at the box score and see the first quarter ended five to nothing. Five to nothing. That's just that's <laughs> just odd. That's just odd. And for it to all come around to ending up being 19-19 at the end of the fourth quarter, I mean, after that, those strange those strange points on the board, you know, it's just very interesting. I mean, there were a lot of just – there were a lot of moments, though, like I was saying, that it could have gone either way. I think I think there was a real big moment there where uh, where that, you know, really long – I think it was like a 30- or 40-yard pass to T.O. And I don't know if it was uh, – uh, Archuleta or uh, Troy Vincent that just missed the coverage on that, but it was uh, you know with Tio just dropped the ball. I mean, just totally dropped it. Yeah, he totally it, dropped it. That was a that was a Vincent and the corner. I didn't see who. I still haven't found out which corner was on that. Yeah, that was like Troy Vincent. But I mean, we totally lucked out there. I mean, for as much as Troy Vincent came in and like to you know and 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 saved the save the day there at the end with that blocked field goal. I mean, that wouldn't have, that would have all been for naught had, you know, 
had Tio had actually made the catch the because if he had made the catch, dude, he was in, he was gone. I mean, he was. Oh yeah, he was totally gone. Yeah, dude, but he Not didn't. Dog on he didn't because you know why? He sucks. He's overrated. He can't catch, man. The only reason he's good is because he's big and he can make moves after he catches it and like you know get past some of these small uh, cornerbacks. But I don't think he can catch, yeah. man. He's dropped like six passes in two games against Washington, and he's overrated crybaby. I'm sick of hearing Speaking about him. Speaking of overrated, Roy Williams once again showed that he is not amongst the elite safeties in the NFL. I don't know why people are always tooting his horn, but everyone seems to think Roy Williams is awesome. They think he's one of the best there are, and he's not. He's so overrated. He gets burnt a lot. Mm-hmm. He's not that fast. Oh, it just it just drives me crazy. It's like, oh, he puts a hard hit on everyone every now and then. Well, so does Adam Archuleta, and he got demoted. <laughs> it's like, if you can't cover, if you're going to run into a receiver, we did what he did to cause that long pass interference. Man, another thing. Overrated. The Cowboys reading a uh, an interesting article about that whole, you know, uh, what you just said, John, demotion. I don't know, you know, if it's demoted or what you would call it. They just kept talking about how it's not really demotion that that Adam Archuleta is real. I think I read this in the Washington Post today that his uh, real strengths lie around working around the box, basically. You yeah, know, whatever. He's demoted. Being that <laughs> whatever. That's in other words, being that sort of hybrid uh, kind of guy, and this is Greg Williams saying a lot of this that uh, that you know basically. They want to. They want to work him where he's strong, and he's not strong on that. On that, any of that deep coverage. In other words, he but can't. He co- strong. Go ahead, I'm sorry. In other words, he's a safety that can't cover anyone, so he's demoted. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he totally got demoted. They're just trying to like make him not feel too bad about it because he's already like lost a lot of his self confidence by coming in with that huge contract. I think it's like two million. No, ten million of his contract is freaking guaranteed. Good God. What a waste. <laughs> Dude, I want to get back to the other thing the Cowboys fans were talking about. They're talking about, A, that that wasn't a safety. Like, that was two points, dude. And uh, first of all, I mean, I looked at it, and it could have went either way. All right. But they didn't challenge it. And even if they would have challenged it, they may have lost the timeout, or they may have got the ball at the one-inch line, and, you know, who's to say the same thing wouldn't happen again? That's right. <laughs> Second of all, um, they're also saying, well, that face mask penalty at the end should have only been five yards. It's like, I've dude, heard that crap too. It's like, just cause Sean Taylor has a really strong neck and didn't whip around. His neck did whip around though. It did whip around, but it didn't look like some people when it just looks like it's getting snapped up, their heads getting snapped off. I know, but my point I mean, was going to be that the rule says if your head's turned around, then it's the 15 yard one. Exactly. They're just, that's what I'm saying also is that, you know, they, they're just because it wasn't a huge dramatic head jerk, which it often is on face masks. Right. They're just, you know, looking for excuses to cry about it. I know, and not to mention, if he wouldn't. Like Deion Sanders and, uh, and, uh, Crybaby, uh, Irvin are writing all these articles and doing all the complaining. And if he wouldn't have just, if he would have just tackled him and went into overtime, I mean, he shouldn't have grabbed it at all. Oh yeah, absolutely. But anyway, um, another bonehead cowboy. Oh, go ahead. Not to mention what I was getting to here. My whole point of this thing is them crying about penalties that take away Uh two points and may have taken away a field goal at the end. That's five points they wanted to take away from us. All right. Yeah. 
What about that? I don't know if you guys saw the replay on the TiVo when you got home, but I called it way up from the stands, and, John, I think you saw it too. On that touchdown pass they threw to Terry Glenn earlier in the game, Cornelius Griffin was so held in the middle. Oh, totally, that I, yeah. I totally oh, yeah, saw yeah. that out too, yeah. And then I saw it on the, on the TV, and the announcers, even Troy Aikman was like, that, uh, they got away with a hold there. It's like, yeah. no, they got away with a touchdown is what they got away with. So I don't want to hear it cry, babies. And I only have one yeah, thing totally. to say. Scoreboard. Scoreboard. Absolutely. Yeah, the Cowboys only had like 153 yards in penalties. I don't know what they're crying about. It's like they played a perfect game, except for the 153 yards in penalties. <clears throat> yeah. Should have been at least 163. Cowboys play. The, uh, and Aaron, you and I were disagreeing about this at first, but I think, I think you, uh, you started to come around to what I was saying. Um, the the two point conversion attempt by Dallas early in the game. I can see how they're trying to make it a to, to to make the score a little bit more, I guess, of a football score. Um, but my the way I was looking at it is that early in the game, you go for that one and you you take that one point and go with it to make it you know seven to five instead of trying to make it eight to five and lead by field goal that early in the game because that can come back to bite you in the end. And as we saw. At one point, would have made the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, dudes, enough about hey, the hey, whining can cowboys. I bring this up because I'm in the chat room here, and uh, mm-hmm. we have a question here. Um, will Gibbs start making the play calls again? I hope so, and that's a great segue into what I wanted to say. There were two <laughs> times during the lots game. Of money, lots of money paid for Saunders. Where are the results? There are two. There are two times in this game when I was questioning the play calls. One was at the end with a minute and thirty something left. No, no, thirty some seconds left. Right, John. Uh-huh. And we were trying to get that first down. Uh-huh. And it was like third and six. Like Thirty-seven seconds left or so. Now it was third and six, and I was like, "You, you are not going to run it here when they know that's what you're going to do." They, they had run it like three times straight. I was like, "Perfect time for play action." If it's incomplete, the clock stops at 33 seconds. Who cares? You know what I mean? Then you go for the field oh, yeah. goal. No, they tried to run it to run down the clock and then kick the field goal, and then it was it was too far out for Novak. All they had to do was throw for that first, man. Run it all the way down to five seconds and then give the Cowboys no time on the clock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was one of them. And the other one wasn't, wasn't really a play call that I was going to yell about. It was... Brunel, when I yelled for him to be benched when it was late in the game and it was like third down, and he had like a chance to run for the first down and just like stepped out of bounds four yards short when he saw a guy coming for him. Yeah, and he had another one where he tried to throw a touchdown in the end zone when he had the, he totally had enough green to make a first down running, and instead he tried to go all the way for a touchdown, and they ended and and it ended up I think we went for a field goal try on that. Yeah, it was a third and two. It was third and two, and he was wide open to run for two yards, and he just like tried to yeah, force told, one in there. Yeah, he totally had it. Instead, he tried to really stick it in there. The only really good long pass in that game was the one that Randall L threw. <laughs> that uh, that uh, Brandon Lloyd did a great job of going after and, and drawing that pass interference penalty, which Roy Williams cried about. Oh, I'm I'm tired of the Cowboys crying. How many penalties are there? That's all they ever do, man. They always cry. They never, they never suck it up and say, yeah, we sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. The way we're talking about this game, it's almost like the game the Redskins lost it. 
because we're really nitpicking at, at, at a lot of stuff. Not even nitpicking, but complaining about a lot of stuff. But well, no, I got some good got stuff to say. On the good here too. Here's the good. Like I always say, if the Redskins, well, usually I say Portis. If Portis runs over 25 times a game, they win. Well, Portis had it 23 times for 80 some yards, but also Sellers had some carries, Betts had some carries, and that put them over the 25, and they won. Which was my, which is our other point that we always say: if the Redskins score more than 21 points, they should always win. And for once this time, the defense did their job. The Redskins scored over 21 points. Had 32 rushes in the game. And they won. They ran 32 times, John? 32 times. And what happened? 30 times. They ran 30, 32 times, including two runs by Brunel. And what happened? They won. Game. Just like we said. Run the ball! Hold on a second. Hold on, guys. So anyway, that was my little rant about oh. that. Oh, man, what a game. Yeah, you know, when we got there, we, we got to the stadium and we worked our way up to the top and did our thing and got mad at the concessions guy because he wouldn't give us our souvenir beer cups, jerk. And, uh, and, uh, got to our seats and as we're walking up the steps, there's two Cowboys fans like in our seats and we were just like, we didn't even stop moving. It was like in stride. We're like, you're in our seats. And they just got up and moved. But of course, all four seats behind ours had Cowboys fans in them. And one of them was obnoxious at first. They were, man. They were like, they were booing really loud. I mean, it was like, we were like, shut up. Well, they were being like, I mean, you know, not that we're the kind of people that can joke people for being juvenile, but they were being very juvenile about a lot of stuff. And, and it was just kind of ignore them for a while, ignore them for a while. And then as the game got interesting, they kind of got quieter. Yep. Didn't say as much. Yep. I don't know, but that dude. But uh, I just know at the end they were really quiet. Yeah, they were really quiet. I mean, and actually after after it was over and we were celebrating for like five minutes and they started to walk down, I said to one of the guys, you know, I mean, we were both kind of like, hey, man, it was a good game. It was best, one of the best games, you know, between the two teams that I've seen in a long time. So um, I didn't say that to him. I was what? like, because the last thing I remember hearing them say was, warm up the bus, Redskins fan. Here comes Vanderjet for his six-yard kick or whatever. And then they kind of, like, melted and disappeared from sight pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear any anything really after that from the Dallas fans or anything else um, except for woo. Woo! And the only, other thing that, <laughs> the only other thing Dallas fans were saying was, like, on the way out, they just kept going three and five. Like, you guys are only three and five. And it's like, dude, that's one game back from you. Are you forgetting? Yeah. Right. Well, you know when you're grasping for straws. Oh, yeah. And then if right, anyone man, that no. was on the su- exiting from the sunny side of the stadium over there, um, you probably saw <laughs> John, me and John, like, leaning over the, the uh, ramp. John with his uh, old 70s, like, Hutch football helmet. It's all big. Hutch, Hutch, Hutch Redskins. Joe Salavea autographed football helmet. He was holding. <laughs> He's holding it over the railing, the, like uh, having everyone hit his helmet. Grader. Yeah. <laughs> the Cowboys fans were helmet. walking by, and he's like, "You can touch my helmet." <laughs> it's okay, dude. You can touch my helmet too. I think. Like, okay. I think like probably a thousand or more people touched John's helmet. At least. So, 
at least a thousand people touch my helmet between the time <laughs> between cheerleading up and down the stairs <laughs> and then going down the ramp and then going out through the parking lot. John was a crazy man. People kept turning around to us going, where's he getting all that energy? He's running up and down like the entire stairs to the whole section. I mean, all the way up, all the way down. I couldn't stand it anymore. I couldn't stand like there in front of my feet. I was so excited and just and so pissed off and, and it just hating Dallas so much. I was like, I gotta move around. I gotta get these people pumped up. He, you got the whole section pumped. And then at the end, <laughs> at the end, man, I ended up somehow, I got so pumped on that field goal. I ended up like 30 rows down all of a sudden. And then I came up and saw John and met him like 15 rows down and like gave him a high five or whatever. And then the next thing I know, I'm way down at the bottom. I'm way down at the bottom. Josh is like at the top. John's in the middle. We're all spread out by like 20 rows. And as people were leaving, we're like, yeah, as, as people were leaving, we're like high fiving the Redskins fans and, and, uh, you know, messing with the Cowboys fans, pointing at the scoreboard and just saying the word scoreboard. And, uh, and in the, in the, in the time span of about five minutes, we all lost our voices. Man, it was yeah, crazy. Much. It was crazy. All I know is like, I stepped off the step into the aisle and totally fell down two whole rows of seats. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I hopped back up. I was like on my feet, jumping up and down like crazy. It was awesome. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> It was awesome. I, I, I mean, that that is definitely the best live sporting event I've ever been to. Oh, uh, yeah. Ever. Now, 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 in literally a matter of a split second, it could have it could have changed the other way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But it didn't, and that's what makes it so awesome. I know. <laughs> and, all right, I think that's a good time to segue into our games and kicks. All right. Game balls and kicks. John, go for it, yep. man. Uh, let's start with the kicks, yo's. Yo. Um, um, cause we want to start get the negative out of the way. Uh, my kick, well, I got two. One is, um, every single Dallas fan in that stadium. Um, yeah, there you go. Stuck. <clears throat> and, wow, you got really quiet there at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my second one goes to that beer guy up at the top <laughs> that gave us a hard time. Oh man, that and guy my, totally gets that a guy kick. Was, that guy totally gets a kick. He was such a jerk, and uh, I think he was like charge overcharging on the beers, like an extra dollar. Yeah, yeah, get this. Pocketing it himself because he was totally not charging the price that was up on the. Uh, you yeah, get the this, sign. man. Get this. Just just to touch on that, the beer said seven dollars. You know, per draft, it was draft beer, and it was supposed to come in a Redskin souvenir cup. Right and. The only beer they had, this is at one of the real little bars where they had liquor, too. Uh, the only beer that they had was $7 draft beers. And John asked for a beer, and and the guy said it was $8 because he said it was Guinness or Harp. And and that was the only beer that was there. No, they had, like, Miller Lite in a bottle, but that's not draft. Oh, but, it's it said, but it said draft $7. Right, right. In a souvenir yeah, cup. He was like eight dollars, and there was like sign says seven. He goes eight dollars, and there was like, well, here's seven, <laughs> and then walked away. And he tried to do the same thing for me, and I was just like, no, I'm paying seven. Where's my souvenir glass? 
And after a couple of just talking back and forth, I was like, whatever, man. Anyway, that, I think he was talking in an extra dollar. Anyway, that guy needs to get, that guy needs, yeah, I, I agree with your kick there, John. And that guy, yeah. That guy that needs guy to be investigated by all of the uh, upper echelon of Redskins, um, you know, management who listens to our podcast every week. Right. right. We think he's, uh, there's some, some sort of... Uh, there's some dodgy behavior going on up there. Yes, yeah, definitely. I think a lot of it was he was probably a Cowboys fan. He's probably a Cowboys fan. I think he's skimming. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I do have one kick in the balls that goes to a player. Uh, my kick does go to uh, Adam Archuleta. Because not only did he get demoted, no matter what they say in that article, he got demoted. And, and he's the one that gave up that long pass to Jason Witten, a freaking tight end. Yes. To set him up for that field goal? For that field goal at the end of the game. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and wow. dude, as soon as he gave that up, man, I mean, I was just thinking, that's it, it's over. I mean, I turned to uh, I turned to my wife, Amy, and I said, I said, that's it, they're going to kick a field goal, it's done. It's yeah. Over. And I was like at the bottom of the steps of our section, and we're up near the top, and I was all the way at the bottom, and I just like sat down. Yeah, but you know what Aaron said? I got to say this. Aaron just looked at me and he and he looked back at the field and he said, "Nope, it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet." Yeah, that's what he said. And uh, and then right after that, of course, Troy Vincent, man, president of the uh, players' union, super smart guy. Don't know what uh, those those fellows up north were thinking, letting him go like that on IR. Yeah, man, very bizarre. So but, there's uh, my kick. There's my kick. Well, dude, if there's my one kick. thing we've learned last season. It's it ain't over till it's over, and the Cowboys should have learned their lesson too. And obviously they didn't. Yep, that's right. It's about time that happened to the Cowboys against the Redskins instead of vice versa. And now it's happened two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so kicks. You guys got some kicks other than for that jerk? Uh, well, I was bartender guy. Well, I was going to give one to uh, to Adam Archuleta also. So um, so they have uh, gone from being the dog to the dog house for Josh. And and yeah, and and I was trying to figure out who was it uh that had that holding call. Did we talk about that yet? I don't think so. We kept I kept saying, Man, was that Casey Raybach and you guys are like, No, it was on a pass. We had that nice pass to Brandon <laughs> Lloyd and then it got called back. Oh, it was yeah. like a forty yard pass. I'm not sure who it was. I didn't hear. I think that was in the yeah. fourth quarter also. I mean it was like late in the game. Yeah, I do know I that we had a lot less penalties in Dallas. I mean, our off. I mean, as a matter of fact, we probably only have like three penalties the whole game or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Redskins had five penalties for forty-one yards. Yeah. How many on the offense though? One or two? I don't know. Because I know one was for a low hit on the quarterback on Tony Romo. Mm-hmm. Yep, one right. was one was for a uh, defensive. Um, Illegal hands or whatever it was, where you were saying it was within five yards, but I watched the replay and it really wasn't. Okay. Um. And I don't know. It doesn't matter. Scoreboard. 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 Yeah. Who do your kicks go to? Um. Oh, you said yours. Both of yours is Adam Archuleta. Adam Archuleta. And whoever was that held on that play? I mean, I mean, because that would have, you know, that could have set us up for a. Uh, you know, a possible score there. And, okay. uh, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, scoreboard. But, 
know. I got mine, too. Okay, go ahead. All right, mine is going to, uh, I think, Casey Raybach for snapping it over Brunel's head in the shotgun. Oh, yeah, man. What was that, dude? It hit Brunel in the face with it. And uh, I'm giving another one, and this one's kind of with mixed feelings because he did catch a touchdown pass. But Chris Cooley's been dropping him lately. Dropped like I think two in this game, didn't he? And one was for, one was going to be a big gain too. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. One of them was uh, a little stretch for him, I think, on the catch, and it wasn't wasn't that bad. I mean, as far as like it wasn't like right in his hands or anything. I think one of them was kind of on his fingertips. I don't know. I think yeah, he, he has been he's been having some hands issues. You're right, Aaron, but I, I don't know if I, I don't know if we can give him a kick for that. He didn't score a touchdown after all. <laughs> And you got to admit, dude, that was a nice catch that he made for that touchdown. He fought for that touchdown. He pulled that out. I mean, they both had a shot, had hands on that ball, and he pulled that one out. Yeah, kept himself in, caught the ball, kept himself in. I mean. All right, well, I'll take it back, and I'll give my other one to Terrell Owens. <laughs> dude, I was going to give a game ball to Terrell Owens. For not catching that pass? Because <laughs> he, he, he played like himself. <laughs> Thank you for showing up, T.O. He showed up. Thank you for using the ball as a prop. <laughs> That's right. He had used the ball as a prop. He had the uh, he had the alligator arms thing going on. He uh, you know dropped dropped that that catch, which could have been a touchdown for any really good receiver. Uh, you know, I, I swear he was thinking about that playful kiss from uh from uh. Bill Parcells. He was just thinking about that. He's like, I got a touchdown and a kiss coming up, baby. Oh man, I dropped it. <laughs> he was feeling those wet, those wet grandma lips on his on his cheek. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, dude, I understand your your need to want to give uh, to want to give Terrell Owens your kick because that's just natural. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I honestly was going to give him a little game ball there. Uh, just, all right, all right. Just for the hell. I, I think both of you guys are. are, are <laughs> Guys brought him up. Buddy. Um, I, you know, I came back and I was watching because I TV'd like post game and all that stuff, and I watched the uh, the post game with Joe Gibbs, and he was saying, "Man, James Thrash just love that guy. I'm going to get fired for saying this, you know." Uh, but uh, you know, one of these days, you know, James Thrash is going to be like 48 years old, and I'm going to be like, "No, he needs to be back on the team again this year." Dude, I'm glad you guys brought up James Thrash because at the beginning of the season, you'll remember how I was saying, or I guess all of us were saying how good he was and he's a good dude to have on the team. And people are like, no, he's not that good. He's not that good. But he's always good. He always catches it and makes the plays when it's thrown to him. He's a, he's leader. a great leader. Yeah. He's a great 
great leader, and I, I think he does a lot behind the scenes, and you know, in special teams too. He's he's not getting as many uh, uh, much of a chance in special teams as he has in past. Like you know, Randall L. and Rock have been returning returning uh, punts and kicks, but. Um, you know, just watching him, like, with, he just seems like such a great leader, and the guys really respect him, it seems like. Yeah. So that's your game ball. Game ball. There you go. Excellent. My game ball is that's going good. to Troy Vincent, straight up. Oh, man, yeah. yeah right Absolutely. on. Absolutely. He came out with the miracle block. He was all over the field wrapping people up. I'm like, who was that? Wrapping that guy up and making like a sure tackle there instead of these like arm tackles we've been seeing in all season. And it was mm-hmm. Troy Vincent. He was all over the place. Yeah. And you know, people were talking about how he got burnt by T.O. He and uh, whoever the corner were, um, on T.O. when T.O. dropped that pass. Right. But, uh, you know, that was one play in his second game with the Redskins. Yep. Which tells me that he was like trying to go in there and help out someone who got burnt, probably Carlos Rogers. And, uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> I, we were all saying it when Troy Vincent got suddenly appeared on the waiver wire. It's like, dude, you gotta, we gotta get him. And boy, howdy, he's, he's making a big difference. He's got the brains, he's got the respect, and he brings instant leadership to the, to the locker room. Man. But even, Rogers, uh, Carlos Rogers has been getting burnt more than like a marshmallow stuck on a coat hanger over a campfire. <laughs> I gotta say though, but whatever it is you use. I gotta say though, Carlos <laughs> Rogers this week was making some tackles. He was tackling better, if nothing else. Yeah. Especially coming up on the run and stuff. He was, he, he, he was getting a little bit better. You know what? Yeah. I think, and I think we were talking about this during the game too. I think he did, uh, like you said, step up on some of his tackles a little bit. I think he was taking more time. It's like in the past he would rush right in. He would just go flying in and think, man, I'm going to smear this guy. And he'd just grab him, you know, and there you Oh, he missed a tackle. I mean, this time he's, like, actually trying to anticipate, taking his time, which way is the guy going to juke and run, how's he going to get past me. Then he made his decision and, and made a tackle. And he did that. I watched him a couple times, um, you know, on a couple different uh, Cowboys receivers. And... And uh, and I think you're right, dude. I think he, uh, you know, he really was tackling better. Mm-hmm. John, here's your game ball go to. I said, give my game ball. I was going to say Troy Vincent. I'm sitting here trying to think if there's anyone else that really stepped up. Nick Novak. On a pick, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah, you know, Nick Novak has been my dog, but he is two for five right now. He's he's he's. Barely holding on to that, so hopefully he's got his. Uh, he'll get his technique back before the next game. Right. Uh, but my yeah, my my game ball's got to go. Detroit Vincent. It's it. I I really have nothing else to add to that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good because you hear that music. Oh. I do hear it. You know what it's time for, everyone. Tom's trivia. And we we didn't get to uh, see Tom at the game. Tom, we so tried we to come by your seat. And, uh, and uh, he hadn't made it up to his seat yet, so we uh, we left him a little note. Tom, we did leave you a little note on a card at your uh, at your seats. So, uh, so hopefully, some Cowboys fans didn't take it. Right. So anyway, they probably did. Anyway, so what's the trivia? What was the trivia was question last week? last week? I got to remember last week's trivia question. I don't think anyone got it. And the question was. Who said if we had Sonny Jurgensen as our quarterback, we would have won every game? 
Aaron, you told us the answer to this when uh, we were at the game. Okay. Um, that was good. That was that was a, that was a oh wow okay. Who was it? Who was it? Answer. The answer was none other than the legendary coach Vince Lombardi. Really. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, Tom has sent us in a um, a uh, special trivia question for this week. Um, let me uh, paraphrase what he said here in his email. Why is it special? Hold on. Was that a great game <laughs> or what? Like, like, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. I nearly crapped myself during those final 30 seconds. I about died. <laughs> what a tremendous ending. So my trivia this week is a little different. In honor of today's game, the question is, in the history of the Redskins-Cowboys rivalry, can you think of a string of plays as exciting, great, momentous, as the missed kick, blocked kick, face mask penalty, zero time, extend the game, one play, made field goal finish that we saw today? (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and send us in your thoughts to Tom's trivia. And um, does that mean that there's no wrong answer? Pretty much, he says the answer. It's up to the fans. I'd argue in the name a few games, but we'll see what the fans say. And I guess yeah, whoever, whichever one, game we get the most, uh, you know, votes for or answers about is the one that we'll say is it. Right. Right. There you go. Um. And, and speaking of that last that last thirty seconds, uh, however Tom described that so well, <clears throat> um, Nick Novak making that last kick because John, you brought him up talking about Nick being your dog. Uh, I, if you haven't done so, you can go to nicknovak.net. That is Nick Novak's website, and uh, he's got a little blog on there. He talks about coming back to the Redskins and how excited he was because he was living at home with his parents and he got the phone call and. Blah blah blah, but uh, uh, if you go to nicknovak.net, um, you can actually send Nick Novak an email. So if you go to nicknovak.net, send him an email because I sent him one yesterday saying, "Nick, that was awesome. We'd love to have you on Harry Hog Football." So go on there, send him an email, and tell him, "Hey, you need to contact the Harry Hog guys, and we're going to try to get them on." So I mean, it'd be great if it had happened. I don't know. He's kind of stepped out into the uh, limelight a little bit since the, since the great game-winning kick. Uh, this pretty, week. We probably could have got him last week. Yeah, last week. But this week, if you get a chance, maybe we need a little support here. <laughs> go go to nicknovak.net. Shoot Nick a little email saying, "Here, send the, send these guys an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com and uh, go on their show. And uh, Nick, if you're listening, we'll call you. Just tell us when, where, whatever. We'd love to have you on. Just talk to you for three, five minutes, whatever you got. So, and while yeah, you're at, that'd be sweet. And if you guys, and, know, if you guys want to send in an answer to that trivia question, again, the email address to contact us at is redskinsfan at harryhogfootball dot com. That's h a r r y hogfootball dot com. And a little side note: uh, Nick Novak actually went to the same high school that my mother went to. Interesting. Charlottesville, Virginia, Albemarle High School. Not the same years or decades, but <laughs> very interesting. Though. Really? Well, here's same, something else interesting. Same high school. If well. you guys haven't checked it out yet, I know the show's getting long, but it, um, the general store is up on the site, right. and we'll be continually adding uh, designs on there. 
And all of that money is going towards getting us an upgrade in um, podcast equipment. Podcast so, equipment, help pay for our bandwidth. That's going to be a big thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, basically just, you know, stuff that we got to deal with, uh, updating, you know, as far as our website fees, our domain fees, all that stuff that basically keeps Harry Hog football running because we started this thing as fans that said, let's, Let's get together and do this because we love the Redskins as fans. We love talking about it, and we still do, and uh, we always want to keep it free. So uh, so we said let's put a little store on there, and if people buy a T-shirt, great. You know, we make a few bucks on that, and that actually goes into uh, to help pay for all this stuff. Yeah, and that way we don't have to have, like, com net. We, we can, like, fight crap on there. That's right. They, those people are bothering us. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we get these requests from these guys. We want to we want to uh, sponsor your podcast and, you know. Uh, Give us your firstborn child. Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different casino-type betting companies that contact us and say, can, can uh, we sponsor you guys? And we're trying to, to avoid that. We figure there's yeah. plenty of websites and things you can go to out there that have those kind of things if that's what you want. We just want to keep it, like, all about the Redskins. So, there you go. In any event, yeah. this is our longest show ever. We better wrap it up because I don't even know if I have enough hard drive space to record this. <laughs> but anyway. There you go. Another reason to buy a T-shirt. We need a bigger hard drive. But, uh, oh, what a glorious game to be talking about so much because, wow. Great, great game. Woo-hoo. Great ending to the game. Everybody. Hell yeah. Woo. Wear your Redskins colors. Wear your burgundy and gold. Be proud this week. We're going into Philly, and it's a great week coming off of it. We got a, we're got we on a high. Let's go in and kick some butt up in Philly. If we beat Philly this in week, Philly. we'll be tied with them. And if Dallas loses, it'll be a three-way tie for second place in the division. What, uh, two games back on um, the Giants. The Giants. Yeah, keep the faith, brothers. We'll talk to you guys next week after the Eagles game. Have a good week and bask in the victory from this Sunday and hopefully this Sunday coming up. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. And as always, and especially this week, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them. Joke them, joke them, joke them. Bye-bye.